Welcome to the Compliance 911 Show, a no-nonsense podcast discussing hot topics for today's busy compliance professional. It's everything you wanted to know about regulatory compliance, but we're afraid to ask. And now, here are your hosts, Dean Stockford of M&M Consulting and Len Suzio of Geodata Vision. Welcome to our podcast series addressing everything you wanted to know about regulatory compliance, but were afraid to ask. I'm Len Suzio with Geodata Vision, and I'm joined by Dean Stockford of M&M Consulting. Dean, lately I've been hearing more and more about enterprise management, risk management. Can you explain why it's important for financial institutions to develop an ERM plan or strategy? Of course, Len, and you are correct. We have been hearing much more about enterprise risk management. It's important for financial institutions to have a strong ERM so that they can consider and understand the internal and external risk factors and influences in order to achieve strategic plans and objectives. A strong ERM allows the financial institution to identify risk and make risk-informed decisions. Planning is critical in any organization, and it's important for boards and management to consider all risk when implementing such plans. Strong risk management plans help the financial institution to avoid certain risk, identify event that may affect the entity, such as what we just experienced with COVID, minimize the impact of higher risk, and help the board and management manage that risk when it occurs consistent with the appetite, the risk appetite of the institution. So, Dean, what does such a plan or strategy involve? What does it embrace or encompass? Well, and there are essentially five key components, I've always said, within the ERM, ERM framework. The strategy, the objective setting, uh, that's your strategic planning piece. The risk identification, setting that appetite for risk that the institution may have. Risk measurement models, the solutions, the things that we use to measure uh, overall risk, uh, the monitoring that occurs, the self-assessments that are, are happening by board and management, of course, audit, uh, monitoring for internal audit as well as compliance, and then the risk response. When all of these components are considered and are effective, it certainly will enable a financial institution to minimize risk, maximize opportunities, you know, such things as protecting the capital, uh, reduction of losses, uh, especially with fraud, which we've been seeing a lot of lately, credit operational. It creates greater efficiency and processes, more defined and efficient internal audit programs, uh, a, a clearer understanding uh, of effect of the market movements itself, anticipated risk to minimize costs, and regulatory compliance with guidelines for safety and soundness as a foundation for strong internal control environment as well. Clear accountability, ownership of risk, insured risk is not siloed so that it's uh, drilled right down into the department level, uh, better aligns the risk and the strategy overall. So, Dean, what advice or best practice suggestions would you have for uh, the banks who are listening in uh, as they contemplate implementing their enterprise risk management plans or strategies? 
Good question, Lynn. Because ERM seeks to provide information about risks affecting the financial institution's achievement of its core objectives, the ERM process begins with gaining an understanding of what currently drives value for the institution and what's the strategic plan that represents new value drivers for the institution. Therefore, gaining a rich understanding of what's important for the financial institution's short and long-term success is critical. It's extremely important they gain board and executive management support and build an ERM culture. It's a top-down approach. And how has the COVID pandemic itself changed in the last year with respect to enterprise risk management? Well, I'm not sure. I, I, you, call it the mental risk, I would say. Uh, no, mm -hmm. the pandemic has certainly forced the financial institutions to look at various internal and external risks, you know, such as health and safety risk, quality risk, third-party risk. Uh, one we saw recently was the remote work operational risk and access device risk um, because of our remote work environments resulting from COVID. I believe we still see financial institutions expand risk management functions coming out of the pandemic with much stronger strategies for governance, risk management, and compliance. Of course, stronger technologies will also impact risk with enhanced real-time data to help measure risk. So as financial institutions grapple with rising risks in such areas as fraud or lending risks, security uh, issues, et cetera. How can an effective enterprise risk management strategy ensure these risks are siloed and isolated, uh, but part of, uh, of the overall enterprise risk management planning team? That's a great question, Lynn. And I think you meant to say aren't siloed uh, and, and feed up into an overall ERM plan process. Um, mm -hmm. I've always said that communication is critical and it's even more important in a COVID crisis. As risks continue to be elevated, communicate often with key stakeholders. Ensure risks are arising within the functional departments, such as fraud, lending, and security, and are not managed individually, but include a holistic view of risks over the entire enterprise. One of the most valuable aspects of an effective ERM process is that it leads to deeper and healthier conversations about risk that might impact the financial institution. It's important to understand who the business unit leaders are, what role they play, what their overall responsibilities for risk management are, and executive and senior management responsible for designing and implementing the ERM process and how it should function. So reporting is critical to ensure risk are considered for the entire enterprise, not just each unit or area. Dean, Thank you for the very valuable information you provided our audience today as it relates to enterprise risk management. And I'm sure that our audience found today's topic timely. This is Len Suzio from Geodata Vision. And this is Dean Stockford from M&M Consulting saying thank you for listening to today's topic on enterprise risk management. And to please let us know of additional topics you would like to hear. Thanks for listening to the Compliance 911 Show. If you like the podcast, be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. While you're at it, please give us a like and review to help others find the show. As always, links are in the show notes, and you can always find us online at compliance911show.com. Follow M&M Consulting and Geodata Vision on LinkedIn for all the latest news and information on compliance hot topics.
Thanks for listening to the Compliance 911 Show. If you like the podcast, be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. While you're at it, please give us a like and review to help others find the show. As always, links are in the show notes and you can always find us online at compliance911show.com. Follow M&M Consulting and Geo Data Vision on LinkedIn for all the latest news and information on compliance hot topics.